you guys are all uh, pros at this, so I don't have to give you the rundown, right? Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what this device is. <laughs> Walk the room. Computer? <laughs> oh, forgot my script. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> if I don't use it, it's bad. Uh-oh. On a part already. <laughs> oh man, low budget stuff, man. Who's doing my makeup? This is ridiculous. <laughs> my trailer. Welcome to three, two, one, Leon Podcast. Next level nerds, LARPing podcast. Please visit nextlevelnerd.com, and you can see all of our shows. You can see all of our social media accounts that you can like and follow. You can subscribe to all of our shows about LARPing, TV, movies, video games, all that fun stuff. Subscribe, you get the new episodes, give us likes, review us on iTunes, that would help a ton and support us. Joining me today is one of our regulars, Joseph Gaffney. Oh, hi! <laughs> and a couple of returning guests, some of my favorite people. We have uh, Jacob, how you doing, bud? Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good. You know, same old same, surviving. Yeah, and Tiffany. Hey, welcome back. They've uh, both been on the show before. We uh, talked to Jacob a long time ago about crafting. Um, we had Tiffany on talking about like writing and plot. And Joe's always around, so you know. Him. <laughs> yeah, <Well. laughs> that guy's always around. <laughs> yeah. So we have recently just had our season finale of Frontier Dawn, our regular game. Uh, I'm a player whenever I'm able to make it, and uh, the other three are all on staff there, and they do a really good job, an awesome job, and a terrifying job <laughs> when it comes to the main mod uh, bosses that we fight and the things we've encountered. So uh, we were just, it was after the game, and Jacob, in this case, had been playing the main mob, one of, I should say, one of the main mod bosses, and... Uh, just was kind of running through my head like I can't imagine because I've never done something quite like that yet in my experience so I was thinking about it and I wanted to ask him some questions and I was like I have a podcast I should probably record it so <laughs> and uh all three of all three of our friends here have been mobs and mods and let me start it <laughs> all of our friends here have been bosses at one point or another uh so it'd be, I thought it'd be cool to get some different perspectives and um just hear the different experiences so so thanks for coming on, and I'm excited to learn and just uh, kind of see the other side of things for a little bit. Thanks for having us, man. I always enjoy talking about LARP. It's a you know, hobby I enjoy talking about, especially this part of it. It's uh, yeah. definitely, you know, sometimes you get, don't get to show off all the bruises you get after, you know, being a, a boss fight and stuff. And you <laughs> know, lay in the ground after getting hit with a 50 latex swords for like an hour. <laughs> but definitely you know, something I, like, I know I personally like to do, and yeah so you'd say it's fun i would say it's very well i would say it's highly rewarding uh yeah. very uh can be very uh difficult um sometimes physically sometimes mentally too you know preparing for playing a big role you know sometimes you you know when you're playing um a, a boss for like a story that someone wrote especially you know my fellow staff members do a really good job doing creating a really good story so now when i want to play a, a boss um for this car- cool character they made I always want to like do portray that character they wrote uh, right and how they want it, and also leave, leave an impact on the players to be like, oh wow, like I really feel like this culmination of like the main, the boss you fought is like uh, fits the story that they wrote. So it's something yeah. we like really stressful, just uh, wanting to get everything right. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
and uh, do justice to the amazing props and costumes that we had, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, I, well, everyone knows, or they don't know, they should know, that Joseph Gaffney is our prop master who comes out with this crazy crap where I, I don't know if he has some like some DMT and has these crazy nightmares when he makes these amazing <laughs> props, but this is the next level. Some of the stuff he, has, he makes. Uh, it yeah, always, his nightmare I, Pinterest boards or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> scare most people to death. <laughs> I mean, honestly, sometimes uh, if, I, if I just look at the co- like uh, the costumes of stuff that Joe uh, makes, it pumps me up enough just to play the the role when I put that on and sure. see the players' physical reactions. You know, it gets you really uh, into the role. Uh, yeah. And I, so that's always another uh, nice part about it to be visually and in, you know intimidating or whatever kind of effect you're trying to give. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now this is kind of specific, not where I thought we'd go, but uh, did you know uh, Joseph that Jacob was going to be playing this particular? Uh, main mod boss. Yeah, I usually know <laughs> who's doing what. <laughs> yeah, and that's something you, staff decides kind of ahead of time, or people yeah usually or we're... people kind of think, well, probably Jake will be best <laughs> in this well, role. Should... And God, <laughs> usually when we're like planning out the mods and stuff like that, um, if something like piques somebody's interest, they're like, oh, I'd like to play that, and then mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of goes from there. And Jacob usually plays our mod bosses. Because he's the most physically intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But personality-wise, he's the nicest dude you ever meet. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's an interesting dichotomy. Oh, well. <laughs> All <But> bias. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we usually do a, a pretty good job. I think of uh, when we write our stories and we write our characters. We usually say like, "Oh, I'd really like this person to play this character." Mm-hmm. or this bot I, I can think of a couple examples a, a character in our game called the gentleman uh that me and uh joe did a lot of writing about um we knew right away we kind of we want to kind of pat to play that role mm-hmm. just kind of like mm-hmm. we feel like you know everyone has our strengths or weaknesses um rp wise or just like you know combat wise or whatever sure. like about that character we're like oh this person will be perfect for it and then we kind of work with that person to like develop the character a little more uh, things we want about the uh the person to do or say yeah, definitely. And then who wrote the like mod and story arc? Was that all Pete pretty much this month? or It was a combined effort between uh, Pete and Joe. This month okay. they collaborated on uh, the two sides, the elves and the dwarves, and bringing that all together in their alliance. Yeah, that was pretty pretty epic for those. Catch everyone up. Um, so our, our little town of misfits, um, mm-hmm. we had ventured into this mountain, which is the home of these dwarves and these elves that we met. And uh, they had also been fighting this undead army that our town had. And uh, we basically showed up to help them out. Let me know if I get any of this wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it was more of like, uh, hey, we want to help you, but we are dealing with ourselves. If you help us, then we can we can aid you in, mm-hmm. in your attacks and whatnot. So... Uh, so that is what prompted us to go there and kind of help them out mm-hmm. and fight some terrible, terrifying things. <laughs> so the one thing I wanted to share, <laughs> the weather was terrible, so there was a lot of rain. And I don't know if this was always the plan, but the main mod was inside mm-hmm. um, in one of the like lodge dining hall areas that we had. So <laughs> it was one of the first times we, I'm guessing that wasn't <laughs> planned by Joe's shaking head. No. <laughs> Yeah, that was so right before we actually had feast, you know, we're all kind of like looking outside and seeing how rainy it is. And we have NPCs coming in with wet clothes 
and we're like we're looking at our props and we're like man we can't like we can't do this outside it's like 25 or like 30 degrees out it's raining it's like everyone's gonna be miserable so we all kind of came up with, with a plan uh where you know other staff members would go out to be NBCs, um you know just hang out with the players and kind of be our eyes on the scene and me and josh and pat we kind of we went in on the sly and we like slammed down our food from feast that uh Brittany made um and then after we we all ate we went back and we were like quickly um moved all the chairs and everything as fast as we could and like cleared out the area and went downstairs and started getting makeup done real quick. So that was, was a very, like, um, last-minute, like, staff decision, huddle-up, you know, moment. You know, we're, like, uh, talk, talk. I'm like, hey, guys, like, who wants to really fight in the, in the cold right now? I think we can facilitate something better that I think I, – I mean, everyone seemed to enjoy it in the end, but it was definitely, like, a helter-skelter moment. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine behind the scenes. I thought it worked really well, personally. Um, maybe a little bit less room compared to the big open field outside, but – from my perspective, I thought it worked out great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the story I was going to tell was uh, that <laughs> one of, for one of the first times, like we were in a room that had lights on when, cause usually it's like one of the last things Saturday nights and we fight the main, mo- the main boss. So it's kind of dark uh, and it's hard to sort of appreciate, you know, what it exactly looks out. But this time this thing comes through the door mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's like all the lights on it. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> it was like my first, like, Nope, no, no, Which no. the irony uh-uh. of, uh, the fact that I put glow in the dark paint all over the thing. Mm. So you would see all the details yeah. oh. and then they're fighting inside. So yeah. nobody saw any of that. And I was like, what the hell? Uh-huh. Oh uh-huh. no. It was still awesome. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the original. You never would have known until you said that. <laughs> no, yeah, and the original plan was actually to fight. The idea of like set the scene of like a mountain pass that they were trying to hold, and then kind of do some like more tactical things where like split people up. But yeah, it didn't really mm-hmm. pan out that way. And I was sort of a lot of the weekend was kind of went awry as far as like the weather. And choices that we had to make, where we were going to have the mods, what we were going to do, because um, sure. there were some ideas to have like more freeform things and let the players decide where to go here or there, um, and we were going to set up like a spot where we could, you know, move mods out from. And it's just like with the weather, it's just mm-hmm. like you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we just had to like consolidate effort, and we were also playing catch up in the morning, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I w- I feel like main mod, in a way, always kind of has that level of like you never know what could happen. We're setting it up because of like the whole way of the event goes beforehand. Like always, like we try to make it as set up as we can. But the factors of like you know the players could always do something completely crazy that no one like saw coming that could change sure. it. Or uh, the weather is always like a big factor. Right. Uh, I-, I I remember um, I think it was a couple month a uh, couple months ago, like earlier on the season. And we had the uh, dread car camp invasion and it was raining really, really bad that whole day. And I, I was so worried. I'm like, we're going to have to be rained out. And this was a much smaller campground. Mm-hmm. And it, we didn't have, we, we couldn't even fight in a field and the cat and the uh, dining hall was so much smaller there. I was like, Oh, I have no idea how we're going to do this. And then like an hour before the rain stopped and it just had this like cool mist all over the place. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to, like, this is going to work out. And then when they actually went to the camp, it was like so misty everywhere and like actually cooled all, everything off. So it was like nice to fight mm-hmm. into. Uh, it was very like uh, cinematic. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, man, this, this worked out. This mm-hmm. worked out for the best. Yeah. Is that but, the one that had kind of like three different bosses 
Yes. For the main mod. Evan, we, Evan and I were talking about this on the way home, and he was saying how that was one of his favorite uh, main mod encounters. And uh, just just how it was like, you know, usually it's like one big one or whatever, and maybe a side mob, and then the little mooks or whatever. Um, but the way it was like split up was really cool, and the, the town, the players had kind of teamed, like divided themselves in the team and had like a good strategy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. I think that was something we tried to do for, you know, the main mod this event where like we put everybody inside, but you know, Josh and Pat and Jake and whoever else was like behind the scenes, like plotting how they were going to attack everything, you know, did a good job of like coming through a bunch of different doors. Mm, and then yeah. I think we like moving forward, like with our main mods as we like progress and like, learn from them and try and make new decisions like it was like the get-go we wanted like two main mod bosses for the players to fight because mm-hmm. because um, whenever you fight one main mod boss it's like everybody just kind of tries to glomp on that boss sure. yeah boy do i know about that man yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and we have so many good fighters too um definitely like mm-hmm. on staff like you know josh is a great fighter Pat's a great fighter. Jake's a great fighter. Tiff can fight. You know, she's a great fighter too. She's been a mob boss like a bunch of times. Um, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know people have talked about Danny's like and Danny, awesome to yeah. watch on the battlefield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Pete and Pete does a great job too when we when we do mm-hmm. fights. Yeah, but he Definitely. just a little never wants, ruthless. He never wants. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he never wants to be the bad guy. He's like, I'm always the bad guy. They always think I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, which is a shame because I'm like, dude, you have such a potential. Like, I can't play the sinister evil villain. I'm always like the big ugly monster guy. I'm like, you can be the villain, dude. <laughs> I guess something we talk about to his staff. It's like when I'm like, man, who's gonna pull this, this like suave evil ass dude? And I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm like, it's not really my scene. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'm like the back and forth banter, uh, the one liners you gotta throw out. I'm like, I don't know if I can do all that. Like crazy animal noises and like barrel rolls and stuff like that. I can, I can, I can do that. Yeah, that roar was like that. You came out. <laughs> like you that came was... through the door after uh, after Josh. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> the funny part about that roar is, so I actually was like like trying to yell really loudly, and um, my voice cracked, and I made this weird sound, and I'm like, "Well, that sounded kind of cool." And then I just imi- <laughs> I just kept mimicking that same sound the whole time and getting like louder and distorting it. <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh, this worked. That worked out pretty well." Happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was actually well, curious if that was like a direction like Josh wanted or Joseph imagined this thing yelling that way and you mm-hmm. kind of told him like because it sounded like you would imagine that creature that was like distorted and like sort of like this painful like mournful desperate cry or whatever mm-hmm. of a lost soul you know desecrated thing or whatever that was you know an animal or part animal or whatever yeah. so Again, you're telling all these things I never would have done. I, was like, that yeah, was I, should, I should have been like, oh, yeah, man, I practice for weeks. You know, I lock myself in a room, researching animal noises, so I came up with that sound. Uh, but, I mean, in reality, uh, you're very, cl- uh, you know, on the nose with the backstory of the creature. And, like, you know, Joe talked to me a lot about that and, like, the history of the creature, what, how it became this. I definitely wanted to portray that a lot with, you know, fighting it was like, like you know, it lo- it was scary to fight it, but also like painful to watch. Like, and I guess I portrayed that sure. with that sound, a lot yeah. of the mannerisms, the, like the way it fought. It wasn't like a bloodthirsty creature. It was like it's like this, you know, it was something that was very uh, natural and beautiful. 
that's like super corrupted now. So it's like you're doing a good thing by fighting it and almost like putting it down. But at the same time, it's like sad to see like this thing become what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those are some things that are cool. I don't know, like you might think of that afterward. I don't know if I thought any of that during the fight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a glimpse of that crossed my mind as I heard it during the fight, but then I was like, oh, get away from it. <laughs> Run away. <Yeah. laughs> but, uh, but that's cool. It just kind of adds layers to it. And as you think back, because that's, you know, you only learn for a few hours, but then you think about it the rest of the week or the rest of the month or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's one of the things great about our game is it's never really just what you see or just on the surface. You know, it's all more connected or more going on. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So that was a lot about this weekend, which, which was awesome. Um, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, congrats to all you guys. Um, and we'll talk about that more. We're going to have a wrap up episode also. Um, oh. we're going to bring on Josh to talk about it. Um, so we'll hear about the whole weekend, but mm. no, it was a really good fight and, uh, and a lot of fun. But yeah, let's talk a little more about, uh, so I was kind of more curious about like, just like, cause I had never been in that role. Like I've played, you know, obviously a lot of like smaller monsters and mm-hmm. occasionally something with a few more stats, but nothing of, I don't know, I would consider significance where I got to like worry about 20 people attacking me at once or trying to pull off cool abilities or, you know, fight lasting more than a couple minutes or whatever. I'm always curious, like, how what is going through their head like what how do they manage all that i don't even know where to start like so much going on is there a lot of wing in it is it tons of preparation because all of the yeah. above i feel like like so i'll uh if you don't mind yeah, i'll talk ahead. a little bit about the main god boss that i played last yeah. month um so i was basically um any e- the equivalent of e- an egyptian pharaoh mm-hmm. and um when the players showed up to my tomb and they reactivated the laystone, it resurrected me. So, first of all, one of my favorite moments of that whole mod was um, during the clarify, I sat up and um, one of the players turned and looked at me and was like, did you just did you just sit up? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh. <laughs> and he, yeah. he was so upset. So... <laughs> they called the. They ended the clarify, and I stood up, and everyone looked at me in horror. And I was like, "Okay, that was." That was... Normally, you don't want that kind of reaction, but like in real life, but <laughs> in LARP, <laughs> it's so LARP, satisfying, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that character, like there was a lot of preparation ahead of time because um, for last month it was a lot of uh, the lore that Patrick had written, and so we were like talking about it the whole month leading up to it about, okay, what am I going to talk about? What are what am I allowed to say or what? Could the players maybe ask me, like, are they going to be able to negotiate with me? Am I just going to be a mindless monster? Like, what's going on here? And so we had a game plan, and then the fight started, and the players actually did something that we didn't think of, and it completely altered the the flow of the mod. So I went into the mod thinking, okay, they probably, like, are just going to have to defeat me I'm. Um, I don't know that I'm really going to be able to negotiate with them. Like the the Jonja's magic is too strong in this area. You know, the character was supposed to be corrupted by it and everything. And like maybe later they could come back and purge her or something. But like it was originally supposed to be just a fight. And then when we had set up the decorations for the mod, we had put out canopic jars around 
the table like oh this would be a cool prop this makes sense you know like sure. let's set these bottles out and so i was fighting and and everything and then i got a clarify from somebody that they had cleansed the bottles i was like oh well i guess that would do it wouldn't it like that okay all right let's roll with that and so every time they would cleanse a bottle i would become more lucid and like stop fighting them for a moment and like negotiate with the diplomats that kept trying to talk to me the whole time and eventually they cleansed all the bottles and so i i called you know halt on the fight because all of the minions were like my servants and my guards and things and so i called a halt on the battlefield and i started talking with the diplomats and they convinced me to to let them go and to let the town go back through the laystone and everything and i was like all right um so it was crazy that, like, all this preparation ahead of time and it, like, completely changed <laughs> sure. when some really, you know, clever sure. roleplay happened on the mod. That's interesting. Yeah, I missed that uh, that whole weekend, so that's cool to hear. And it's cool that, like, it's not just, like, I don't know, I guess I could see people being like, oh, last, last mod, we just fight something until it falls down, you know. Like, mm-hmm. rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, mm-hmm. or whatever, or uh, what do they call that, tank and spank, or whatever. In a video game, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it's not that. Um, and you'd expect that maybe on, like, a, just a little mini mod or something throughout the day, but not necessarily, like mm-hmm. like you said, this preparation. Um, and there were, there were other things going on in the fight. Like you said, there were minions and stuff. Yeah, so they had to fight um, a bunch of the, like, beetle Okay. race they're called the kapara so they were fighting them and then jake was my my side boss there and he was kicking butt as a, a stone golem and at one point i think there were like seven or eight people on the ground yeah. but his point wasn't really to kill them like his point was to defend the um like the the chambers of the queen or whatever so he was throwing players like out of the room so (laughs) that probably saved a lot of lives in Uh, hindsight well it was actually it was kind of interesting because then like when i threw all the players out of the room they're all going in different directions so the healers are like oh wait where'd he go like they all knew they were in one location so now they're like eight people in all different directions so i kind of like run around to get them i thought that was pretty funny that's funny that's funny this was like indoor or uh out in the field or both oh, okay yeah, yeah we were we we're in the the biggest cabin at the bottom of the hill in french okay. creek um and yeah. so the the main chamber was fighting inside with me but outside of it was also a bunch of people fighting kapara and people getting thrown out the building by jake and Interesting. <laughs> that's a whole nother <laughs> thing like running uh basically a mod in two locations even though they're you know close to each other uh having mm-hmm. to sort of coordinate all that and pay attention to that or whatever so that's no, really cool well i feel like a lot of that stuff uh it, like i understand it like we rely so heavily on each other as like staff and marshals <laughs> it makes that stuff a lot easier to like i know that if i throw someone out of the building i have whoever is marshalling to be out there to like see what's going on out there so all i have to worry about is you know playing my character and entertaining everyone as you know that that mini boss I, and i would i would say if, uh for preparation wise um I, depending on what I'm playing, like usually for a creature, I always think about like probably one or two, like one or two things I definitely want to do as that creature, and then the overall theme I'm trying to show. 
Um, like for instance, when I played the stone Jaguar, I really wanted to be like super vicious, like in your, like really like aggressive and in your face, like, and like a stone Jaguar coming at you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 10 dead later. (laughs) What actually I really enjoyed about that fight was, um, you know, Joe was playing another NPC Mm. who was fighting along with the players. And like, he started like when, you know, when I was killing players, he started like knocking them away. So I want to kill them. But like, not he wasn't really directly engaging with me, but he was helping the players. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like kind of it makes the NPC like more ingrained with the town and like also part of the right. fight. Um, and that I felt that like really made it dynamic because people are getting knocked away, and he's like yelling at them to like you know pick him up and all that stuff. And I'm like going around like being really vicious and like you know yelling at people, um, getting all getting in their face. And uh, something else that I really thought was cool was um, you know as a stone as a stone creature, people couldn't break my arms or anything like that. So, uh, you know, Joe uh, sundered one of my arms and I decided in that moment, oh, okay, that'll work. Right. So then the players saw that that would work and that's all they would use was try to break my arms <laughs> for the rest of the encounter. Yeah. So I used my whatever defenses I had and once they um, they broke my arm, my other arm, so like obviously I have no boffers left. And they're like, all right, cool, we, we got them. And then I was like, all right, I started using AOE abilities like stomp and roar and anything I could that I could use boffers with. And it was really annoying to the players because they had to like bring these puzzle pieces together. But I would go in the middle of their puzzle and like stomp them apart. <laughs> so they kinda, even though I had no boffers, so I really helped portray like, God, man, this thing is like not easy to take down. Like a stone statue is a pain in the butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but no, I hope. I mean, you were actually a part of that, yeah. Ash, and I, I think I remember you had one of the puzzle pieces. And you're trying to go together, and I knocked you guys apart. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> it very well. <laughs> no, that was really cool, and yeah, it really. I don't know. It was good because it, like, we had a plan, and it eventually worked out. But it was kind of like you were doing exactly what totally screwed up the plan. Like, <laughs> we needed to come together and like do something. And as soon as we started doing that, like you knocked us out and we're like, we had to be around each other to fit them all together. So we all knocked back in different directions and mm-hmm. it, it was, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think we sort of learned new mechanics. Like I didn't know you could use knockback, or at least I never thought of it. Like, Oh, use knockback on a player that's about to get stomped to knock them out mm-hmm. of the way. <laughs> Cause Joseph did. Mm-hmm. I was like nudging them with my foot and being like, knock back. <laughs> And they were like, did you just kick me? And I was like, do you want to die or do you want to live? <laughs> yeah, because I was definitely one that you knocked back, Joseph. Um, and I was like, I had one of the like important pieces of this thing we had to have at the end. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, we did not have a contingency for <laughs> like if one of us goes down, no one else knows to grab this thing. <laughs> and I'm like, we're oh, about man. to like lose. And Joseph was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of moments like that. Um, there's a certain kind of mentality I think our group has um, as, you know, a staff and a game that we want to, like, engage the players in different ways and in creative ways. Um, so there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of preparation that goes in everything that we do, but there's also a lot of, like, on-the-fly stuff um i don't know if that's one of my strong suits (laughs) but like it does happen a lot where i just kind of like off the fly i was like i'm gonna sunder jake and he takes it or he doesn't take it but i think it makes sense because he's made out of stone and Mm -hmm. then he just rolled with it Mm -hmm. and you know there's moments like that 
like even on different mods like there's a mod this weekend where the players were kind of like interacting with with something and and the mod was going great but the the players were kind of dilly-dallying like they weren't really doing anything and progressing like story so we kind of like hinted to jake to like hey attack him (laughs) 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 that was and that was like on the mod where like they came to the the witch's norn uh the norn temple or whatever um where i was so it was just kind of like a way to like coax them and then Mm -hmm. um create more progression in the uh in the story Mm -hmm. but we do we do that a bunch of times too like things that we like hint to each other or ideas that we have and some of them don't work some of them do um but we're always trying to think of ways to engage the players in creative ways um like i know during the big fight this past weekend i had this staff that had like an eye on it and so whenever jake was near me as his like uh unicorn chupacabra thing (laughs) (laughs) um it's called the celebrary i would like shine the eye in his face and i was like see your fate like you know like he's gonna die and it's just like he just roared out and like in pain the first time i did it to him and it was such a freaking cool moment the players were like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like attack him you (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh all right yeah like that seems like the natural thing to do yeah it was like it was a way to like interact with jake without like you know, kind of like I, you know, we turn, use the term like monster baiting. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to like steal the stage from the players in their fight against it, yeah. but like a way to kind of like get them to like give them a little edge. So it's like, oh, you know, it's like I stunned it, so like attack it, and then they're like they just you know flurry on it right. mm-hmm. um, a little bit, which was kind of cool. I think it made the fight more dynamic. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much more dynamic that fight needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> <That's cool>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm always interested with the way that um people like you know co- you know whatever challenge your boss has the way players come up to overcome it like a perfect example to me is uh really early on in the year we played this giant like lightning um uh engine dinosaur a creature mm-hmm. um and like I was playing the creature and Joe was next to me and he would marshal like the effects so he'd shoot lightning out of people so he'd go up to somebody and be like hey you took lightning damage. And so I did this thing kind of like where I like, ramped up and I did this motion and I would shoot this electric burst at people. So I kept doing it the same way because it's kind of something I rehearsed where I would do this motion and the players picked up on it. And so what they decided to do was they would attack in waves. So they would attack me and then I would do the motion and everyone who I hit would like go down and then the next wave would attack me. So I constantly had players always up in my face with like no way to really get them out. Mm-hmm. And that was like, it was super uh, effective on their part and very like smart thing to do because they had people yeah. who would hit- it would pick up the first wave as the second wave went in. It was very, I know they, they were definitely a, a hard thing to figure mm-hmm. out because the mm-hmm. fight was like really rough in the beginning. And then like, all right, we can see what we see what this thing does. Kind of like in a video game, you know, the first time you fight sure. a boss and you're like, okay, what is he doing? What's his attack pattern? Right. All right. All right. I got it now. Yeah. Or they were like moving around beside him. Like the one group would be in front of him and they'd get like hit by the blast and the other team would like attack from a different direction to kind of keep him like moving around. Mm-hmm. And the way I kind of did the the lightning or whatever is like I would kind of just like because what we kind of said with the we call them engine in our game that's the kind of monsters they are they're uh, specific like gigantic monster mm-hmm. like dinosaurs um, 
that like this monster could like call storms so there was a lightning storm going on so every once in a while like especially if people had like metal armor on <laughs> i would just like yeah. like around them and if they didn't like move and like keep moving or whatever like i would i would zap them hmm. so like anybody that was like staying too like, stagnant or this that and the other we would kind of like I would kind of run up to them and they were like, they didn't get it after a while. Like they started running from me. So I was like, okay, yeah, maybe you should do that. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a different mod too, because it was one that like just came to us. Like I can't exactly Mm -hmm. remember. You guys weren't prepared. Yeah. Yeah, That was funny. That was like, like Josh's NPC should shut up the town and he's like, uh, the Fulgredon's coming or whatever he called it at the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's like, He's like, he's coming. And then we're all like, well, what's it, uh, what's it week to? And he's like, stabbing, uh, <laughs> magic spells, <laughs> uh, arrows, whatever you got, like, attack it. And we're like, okay. And we went outside and it's like, so, and it's normally like we walk up to the thing and we have a plan. And, yeah. and I think that was like, huh? I mean, there's always events where it's like, wait, which one was main mod? <laughs> and that was, mm-hmm. I think, one of yeah. the weekends where we, something else was going on. And then that showed up and we were like, like people were still coming out of the tavern like wait what are we fi- fighting why are we fighting it should we be attacking it <laughs> meanwhile people are uh-huh. like dying <laughs> so it, it, and all that to say it's just kind of cool to have that um you know change of pace or uh just something different you know to kind of keep you on your toes or have it you know not not feel like the same thing every week you know so that was really cool i thought mm-hmm. Well, I think it's it's just as much fun for us as probably is for the players to like design new main mods because we I think we as staff want to be like happy with having the same old like let's go out in the field this guy's out in the field let's all fight mm-hmm. in the field all right fights over like we want to have like cool dynamic things that make fight like I look back on a mod this year and I'm like oh yeah we did that thing or we tried something new or that's how we learned how to do this from that mod and we really liked it like actually a big mechanic in our game stomp is something that Joe came up with from a fight as the Obsidian. And we all we love that mechanic now. Like we use it like all the time on big bosses. But that was just something that Joe came up with on the spot as a giant monster for a main mod fight. And like mm-hmm. it was a great idea. But and like it's something we, that's why we like trying new things and stuff like that for mods and making up these like dynamic mechanics that were like you know sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But we always take away something from it, and it's fun for us. And I'm sure I hope it's fun for the players. Yeah. Now the players all know who made that. <laughs> They're gonna <laughs> be like, got we hate Joe. Like, yeah. Oh, we hate you. Yeah. I mean, is that you think just the staff that you have like just works out well, or is that as had happened in other games you guys have played? You know, what I'm trying to get at like, I think I, I've been on a staff of two games, um, one not very long, but this one for for two more than two years now, mm-hmm. and I think yeah, I mean, creative people. We'll always try and like push creativity um, for any part of the game, but I think what makes our staff kind of really special is that we're you know always encouraging ch- each other to find new ideas and new ways to like challenge the players, mm-hmm. um, and we're challenged to make a game that that we want to play, mm-hmm. and not just trying to accomplish like a storyline or this that and the other. Like we're trying to make it fun along the way, and however we can do that creatively um we strive to do mm-hmm. and for every like you know five ideas you see there's 20 that i was told no so <laughs> <laughs> that's fine we're getting the cream of, cream of the crop <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it's a bit of an insult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I can interject with, um, like, mod setup or main, like, bosses at other games that I've been to, um, I think it um, sometimes depends on the fighting style of the, like, the players, like the town. Um, the very first game that I went to, um, we always seem to get in a skirmish fight. Like, every single month, every single mod, like, every or every single main mod, at least, it was always a skirmish fight. We never seemed to form a line to save our lives. And so, by the end of each fight, it was always everybody scattered all over the camp. Um, mm. And the second game I went to... Um, we couldn't get out of a shield formation. Like, it was constantly just a line of shields with spellcasters lobbing packets behind them. And, like, the staff were really hard-pressed to break us out of that. Um, and, like, in order to get us out of that, they would literally have to literally break us into groups and say, okay, Team A, you get to fight that mod first, and then Team B, then you get to go fight it. And Or they would split us up and have us doing things simultaneously, and that was the only way they could get us out of that shield formation, because we always sure. just seemed to lock into that. Whereas, um... With at Frontier Dawn, I feel like it's it's constantly malleable. Like there's there's always a change in tactics. The players are constantly switching up how they fight, and sometimes for the better, sometimes for worse. But it's it's always changing. Sure. So um, it's not as like predictable as the first two games I went to. And I feel like the mods that we send out give enough different circumstances that like it's always going to be a new new flavor each yeah. month. I don't know if this is just a shift in maybe LARP culture in general, but it does. I've, one thing I've noticed is that there is quite a variety of like LARP experience and LARP mm-hmm. styles or whatever, I guess. So I wonder if that's kind of part of it. Like there's definitely people who have, you know, LARPed 10 plus years and they might fall into mm-hmm. that like, hey, this is what works. Put shields up front, throw your packets from behind, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, like they kind of been there, done that, know what works, even though they're like a level one wizard, you know, <laughs> in this new mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't break that like mentality but then you also just have mm-hmm. people who show up and they're like i've never learned before but I've, I've researched a lot i know what's up i've played a lot of video games or strategy card games or whatever so i have some ideas mm-hmm. um but i want to fight this way you know so and being a new game and just kind of being in an area where it has a large pool of people i imagine you're mm-hmm. just constantly getting in new people um and a lot of people that kind of come and go, so that kind of does sort of wax and wane, and mm-hmm. sounds like it's fun for staff to <laughs> adjust to that yeah. every month or so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think we have what the storylines we try to run, or the mods that we try and run, even if it's not like a whole complete storyline, like for the Fagordon, like which was the Lightning Beast, wasn't really a, a whole storyline. Um, it was just like a beast they had to fight, and so the dynamic of it was much different than than say, you know, two armies versus each other, which was mm-hmm. like uh, last year's, you know, season finale right. was like everybody was like in a shield formation and like moving as a goddamn turtle, mm-hmm. and like we could barely do anything to like really yeah. kind of separate every, all the players, yeah. which was awesome. Like you know, they were working like as a really tight unit. And um, it was a really, a really cool fight, I think, to kind of like watch and also participate in. Um, and then, but like dynamically, like when we play different things, like like the Obsidian fight, um, which is like another one of our giant monsters, was like a hunting party. Like mm-hmm. the players went to hunt that down, hmm. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so like 
everybody twice, like set actually, traps yeah. and like hid in the bushes. Yeah, hunted <laughs> it twice. So it was like, you know, a different kind of thing. And then, you know, I, we always try and change that up um, mm-hmm. to try and keep it fresh so it doesn't always end like, well, the shield wall, like everybody get in the shield wall. We're like two yep. armies fighting. Um, <laughs> sure. Yep. Like one of the main mod bosses that we had was actually like, it was the first time the players lost main mod, so to That's speak. That's going to be one of my questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> was when the Ahilasas, which was this formation of eyeballs uh, from these monsters called the Oculi, who were spying on the players, and the players were like, hey, cool, we're going to keep these eyeballs from them. <laughs> and from a plot perspective, like we were like, these things like collect information, so they grow with any information. So this thing had been sitting in the... <laughs> in the uh, main hall where the players like congregate and learning all about them. (laughs) So what we did is like when the players were like, kind of like doing their different things, we brought in this like necromancer um, from the dread car, which is, which was like our, I don't know how you describe that Jake. Uh, Evil cannibal body swappers. Yeah. They would swap their body parts. (laughs) (laughs) things. They They were warrior with necromancers. Yeah, flesh wizards um, or whatever. Or... Flesh, flesh wizards. wizards. <laughs> All of the above. Sounds weird. <laughs> flesh wizards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, they use like ritualism, um, which is like a form of um, magic in our game where you have to perform rituals and know a certain language. That's mm-hmm. like a secret language. Um so like this guy came into the inn and did this ritual and put all the eyes together and this beast, you know, kind of like forms, but then its whole purpose isn't to fight the players. It's to get away. Mm-hmm. So the players had to chase it down and they actually like, they were like fighting this line as of like the dread car that were trying to stop the players from stopping it. And so we kind of had this mechanic where, you know, I'm going to f- stay in this one position for so long and then I'm going to start walking away. And if the players don't like fight me and stop me, then I'm just going to keep walking mm-hmm. to the next position. So I think we had like three or four positions that I would yeah. walk to and then stop and then like kind of like ah, taunt them or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, like come fight me. And they were like running after me. And then right at the end, like I ran all the way. I didn't actually run because I couldn't run because the thing was like so the suit that I made was so clunky. <laughs> so I finally walked up this one hill and I was like, if I, I walked all the way up the thing and then I was like, all right, if nobody makes it here before I get all of this off, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm gone. I'm gone. Like I escape. And yep. it took like it took like a good like five minutes to like get in and out of like the suit or whatever. Like it wasn't easy because it was these like straps and stuff. Um, and I actually got away as a player, like ran up to me and he's like, are you here? And I was like, nope. Not <laughs> and he was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. That's before my time. So was it my fault? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, OG season yeah. one. <laughs> and then it came back. Yeah, yeah. sure did. I do remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So yeah, let's, since I had these questions prepared, but uh, <laughs> is that something like if I can peer behind the curtain a little bit, like, is there a win or lose? Like, let's just take this weekend. If I may, uh, is there a situation where you're like, if this happens or doesn't happen or 
I don't know, is there just like a wipe mechanic? Like, hey, I might be able to take out all the players if they don't heal them fast enough or save them fast enough that the town like wipes or whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's a video game term, but uh like do you guys talk about that or is that part of the plan or I think I'm the only I think I'm the only fan of the Kobayashi Maru, so <laughs> 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 that was my one time to do that idea and while we create different scenarios for players to like beat it there it's kind of it's not that they can't lose but it's kind of i think it's kind of tilted in their favor a little bit oh yeah, yeah. well of course i would have to i mean i i think i don't know a larp that would could honestly say that like the, the game isn't tilted in their players sure. favor i like i feel like it has to be that way to a certain extent mm-hmm. but i also think that any mod or any encounter you go on, if um, you're ill-equipped or you don't have the right numbers, you're definitely there's always a lose scenario in every mm-hmm. mod, main mod, any mod really. Oh, like, I can think of a few for this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> this past weekend, you know, um, during main mod, I, I think me and Josh respectively, between the two of us, killed uh, you know eight players. You know, they they took a death, so they were out of combat. So if the other people after that didn't like realize what was going on and became you know tighter and like fought more strategically not individually than that they could have lost that mod mm-hmm. yeah now i'm not saying that's not we that's not to say that's the end of frontier dawn like all right guys you, you guys lost we're shutting down the game sure. yeah, we would write the story would continue we would just have to be you know creative with what happens but there's definitely a lose scenario in every mod it, mm-hmm. it might be harder or easier in some ways uh, for that to happen, but it's always a, a possibility. I think it has to be, or else it's like it's almost like what's the point of going? Sure, if I know yeah. I'm going to win, what's the point of showing up? Like you want to feel like there's a challenge involved. At least that's how I was. Like I imagine if I went on a mod, I would never want to go on a mod that is always an outcome of victory, or there's an automatic outcome of defeat. Like I would never want to go on a mod that I knew I'm going to lose to go on because I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, that's kind of like, right? You know. I just feel like, oh man, like I put all this effort for like a losing scenario. And I was like, man, like that sucks. Sure, which mm-hmm. I, you know, would imagine has happened in a LARP before. Like uh, maybe there was just a miscommunication or a misconception or something, but uh, you know, staff may have written it that there's no way they're going to do this no matter what. And players kind of tried their best and really thought or whatever, or mislead it or whatever, which again mm-hmm. could be, that's still like a story. It's still kind of an experience, you know? And to sort of step mm-hmm. back and look at it in a way of like, hey, live or die, quote unquote, <laughs> you know, in the game, if you're having fun or it's creating an experience or telling a story, then, hey, everybody's mm-hmm. winning or whatever. You know, maybe that's yeah. maybe that's a weird way to look at it or a <laughs> kind of high minded no, way agree. to look at it. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, when I'm kind of thinking about it, looking at it and trying to consider like even from a player's perspective and then think of like 20, 30 other players perspectives. It's like, well, how are they viewing it or what do they consider a win? You know, is it, Mm -hmm. is it a thing to beat? Is it a thing to experience? Is it just a thing to do? You know what I'm saying? Like there's lots of, lots of ways to look at it. Um, Yeah. And so again, this is, this podcast idea was more about like (laughs) what is going through staff's mind when they're doing these things. Like, do they consider mm-hmm. all these things? Probably. Do they say, well, probably everybody enjoy this. Maybe someone who thinks this way might not or whatever. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know. No, definitely. Um, with So, like, I could speak to the experience of when I was Typhonia. Um, and she was, like, this uh, 
like demi demi goddess of the sea or whatever and um with some like cthulhu flavoring um <laughs> when i was fighting as like as this main mod boss like i had it in my mind okay well i want to i want to give everybody a good fight and i want um i want them to feel like it's a challenge but at the end of the mod like as long as they met the other conditions that they needed to meet in order to like get to me like i was eventually going to go down like sure. it wasn't something that like okay so i didn't um at the, at the start of the mod like i was given a rough idea of like how many hit points i should have but when there are 45 people like walloping you you it, there's no way like you can't math that like there's no way i can keep track of quite that many that many numbers so at that point it's just like okay well do i feel like they've gotten a fair fight have i pushed them back enough have i made it challenging for them and um have they achieved the objectives yes okay well okay now i'll get ready to die and like then it's like time to go down like sometimes depending on the mod I, i feel like okay we give a set hit points and that's the goal but i think more often than not it's like okay has the story been told like that we want this character to tell and that's like i feel like the the bigger part of it it's like does does have we achieved what we wanted to with this character can it like is it ready to die and and how do we want it to go down right has like the effort been made or (laughs) enough pain felt but not too much pain (laughs) and that was something i was thinking as i was kind of thinking about this podcast um maybe like a couple different ways to look at it you know as far as what you just said like has the have the conditions been made, or have the people experienced? You know, or have you have you felt like the fight's gone the right way, or long enough, or however you want to look at it? Versus like, mm-hmm. I am X boss with one hundred hit points, and I took five hits from someone who does twenty damage or whatever. You know, like yeah. like I could just see <laughs> yeah. that. Like, it starts to get a little weird to me. Um, kind of like when I NPC and I'm looking at it that way, like it's like, you know, when do those numbers matter? Like you can't not have those numbers, but like, I don't know mm-hmm. a better way to do it. So it's, it's not a criticism by any means. Um, but it, mm-hmm. it is just a funny thing to think like, like for example, there was a, there's okay. Two examples. One example, uh, I was a player and we did a mod and it just felt like that was over way too quickly. Like it was kind of mm-hmm. the big event for, you know, Friday night or whatever. And, you know, one of the players was NPCing at the time. And so they were told like, Hey, you have 50 health or whatever. And they probably mm-hmm. took that 50 health and they were down. But it, I was like, that should have felt like a bigger fight. Like it should have felt like there was more like, like the town hadn't even totally caught up with everybody. <laughs> Cause they mm-hmm. were moving like throughout the camp um, from like, you know, one of the closer fields down back to the tavern or whatever. And so they were following the card, you know, that's like <laughs> they took 40, mm-hmm. 50 hits or whatever, moved on. And like it was down before everybody was there and then things were going on before yeah. it was there. And and that's, you know, that happens. Like it's not like a big deal or whatever. Like you can't control all that. But the same token, there was a mod. <laughs> I think I was another NPC, but somebody else was kind of the boss of the fight. And I think I'd seen his card or or he was talking about it. I knew he only had like 20, 30 hits. That fight went on for like Mm. 15, 20 minutes. Like, (laughs) but, but honestly, like I thought it was a good fight. Like he portrayed this, like, you know, evil spirit and gave a good fight for players rather than, 
just taking the hits he was supposed to hit or whatever, you know? Like, I thought that was a pretty good call. It was maybe a little too long. <laughs> but, <laughs> but overall, I thought it was probably the right call to, again, give that experience of, like, this is an evil spirit that has been, like, you know, messing with these people's lives for however long and caused this corruption. And we were also fun NPCs, so we got to ham it up for a little longer. So <laughs> mm-hmm. we were like these scarecrows or whatever that really couldn't die or something. Or, mm-hmm. And it was fun. So so anyway, that's that's kind of a couple things that go in my mind when I think about playing a mob or or doing a fight like that. Like to me, it's like there's no way mm-hmm. you keep track of health <laughs> when no. everybody's attacking you. <laughs> I kind of want to, so I guess my mindset when I go into these mods is I always uh, try to create like the, the experience or the theme of like whatever the NPC I'm trying to play is. And instead of like, because I feel like players, they pay more attention to things that the monster does or acts and how their abilities affect them mm-hmm. and the monster, so to speak. And I feel like like no one ever thinks like, Man, that monster, like, I hit him for X amount of damage this many times, so he must have a total HP. Let's get my pen and paper, and we'll do the math. Like, mm-hmm. but, they, but stuff they do think about is, like, for example, during main mod, someone hit me with a broken limb. Now, I, I could have just been like, all right, block, and block his broken limb. But I'm like, all right, instead, I took the broken limb, and I kind of like, you know, for a while, my arm was broken, just like laying there. And then I did this, like, you know, crazy contortion, and I reset my own arm. And the player was like, holy crap. Like, they're like, they had the awesome moment of breaking this, of this creature's limb. And they see the creature reset their limb. So kind of is like, wow, that was, I, I did something awesome. But that thing is f- freaking terrifying. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, similar things like that. Like, someone hitting me with, like, a knockback. And I get knocked back. And then, like, I charge at them. And they know, like, oh, wow, this thing is, like, not easily being able to knock back. If you do more, if sure. the, you see, if you interact more with what the players give to you, it creates this, like, big thrill of, like, a fight. Instead of focusing on someone who's, you know, swinging a lot of damage. I mean, if someone hits you with something, a really big number, you still react to it. Right. You still feel that. You reel from it. You make that person feel like, oh, right, yeah, like I'm definitely hurting him with this sword. But at the same time, someone who just hits me with an arrow, if you do something really simple where a packet hits your shoulder and you shoot your shoulder back, so they like they feel like that arrow actually like hit you and like, you felt an impact. Like, that <laughs> means a lot to players, right, especially definitely. someone who's an archer who doesn't really see that normally. Like, they don't get to see the impact of like that stuff like that. And those are the things... I, I, I like to focus on the most is when I get hit with something, the way I react to it, because I feel like that a lot of times you get you see it in the player's face, the excitement right. or the fear <laughs> or the like strategy that they're forming, like, oh, that worked or, oh, that didn't work. Let me tell some other people. Uh, maybe we'll try doing this. Uh, I, I, some stuff I look forward totally. to uh, or like look at the most probably when I'm doing uh, a big main boss is like don't really focus too much on, you know, sticking to my numbers. Uh, so to speak, but like focus on what the players are doing and making mm-hmm. sure like they're enjoying it and it's a tough fight but rewarding. Definitely. And just kind of going with what they like, you know, whatever they give you, you know, kind of roll roll with it mm-hmm. and be very like free form. Totally. Yeah, there's. I think um, all of staff is really good about that, and there's a lot of players that we have when they NPC are really good at that. Like, if I can call them out, Zach does a really good job whenever he's playing something mm-hmm. of. Um, reacting and you know at role-playing the damage or whatever and i remember my first event um i was a level one player but i was hitting him with stuff and he was like the main boss he was like this uh powerful necromancer or whatever and um mm-hmm. i'm not hitting for very hard but when i'd hit him he'd still be like Ugh, you know and i was like cool because it like it felt like even though i'm you know the weakest person you know player wise I still felt like, oh, I'm, I'm affecting this fight a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just like 
tapping them on the shoulder and them standing still or whatever, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are good points, Jacob. Uh, and and I felt that way. I know. I, I think Pat was like one of the low skeletons that were in that fight, and I was like hitting him with my arrows as my alt, who's not super strong or whatever. He's focused on crafting. <laughs> Um, but he would take the arrows and be like, <laughs> and so yeah, that's that's that is important to remember. Um, but I think sometimes you just get those people or players who are like, I have twenty hit points and I have five defenses and I will use them on everything. <laughs> and I guess that's fine, whatever. <laughs> but like you said, it's just not going to be as maybe entertaining or memorable. I would also say to that, like, if you know your players really well, um, you know, during the fight, if I know somebody likes a certain kind of fight, like what I mean is certain PCs like to fight more thematically, sure. where they're like over exaggerated with their blows, or they like to, you know, be like, like, you know, do some fancy swordmanship and like maybe do a couple of combo feats or, you know, stuff like that. Like they like a more thematic fight and I will, I will gladly give them that fight. And there are other people that are like, you know, sword and board hardcore, like they go as hard as they can. They're working up a sweat. They don't even use any feats. They're just like, they just go, hey, you know, they want like a tough back and forth fight. And I'll gladly do that too. So it's kind of like bouncing back and forth to give this person that fight. So someone could be like, oh my God, that was such a great fight. I got such a good workout. <laughs> and someone else is like, dude, when you did that crazy ability and then I did my ability, it was like, whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of fighter I am. So <laughs> certainly not either of those two. <laughs> and, uh, Somewhere yeah. in the middle. Somewhere yeah, in the middle. Probably. I, I, I overthink it too much and. I was like, I, sh- I shouldn't have taken all these abilities because I never remember them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking that as a player too, I enjoy that also. Um, like one of the earlier mods this past weekend, I got like a big knockback, like a 20-foot knockback mm-hmm. or something like that. And I probably had a defense. Honestly, I probably forgot I had him because I hadn't played in a while. But I just took it and that kind of mm-hmm. made the fight a little more you know, fun for me uh, to like this big dramatic like, you know, so even as a player, mm-hmm. the like... Mm-hmm react to something that happens rather than just like block 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 defense negate <laughs> um yeah. not to try to criticize anyone's play style but uh <laughs> but yeah for me too mm-hmm. it was like i was like oh that would make the that would make sense or be more interesting to be like oh man i was fighting this thing and i got knocked in my ass before it's like, cool mm-hmm. yeah. so, so it works both ways i guess is kind of what i'm saying like and i think we've said this before someone on staff has mentioned you know like uh play the game you or fight the person fight be the npc you'd want to fight you know um yeah you know be the player that you would want to fight against as an npc you know people mm-hmm. that other don't take hits or don't really react or just block everything like that starts to get like i don't know if i'm honest like it, it kind of annoys me it's like well what's even the point of doing this like <laughs> like mm-hmm. why have abilities you're just gonna block everything i don't know yeah and it's like again i get it it's a mechanic and and i'm have like no experience as far as like uh bouncing rules and gameplay and all that um you know that's for somebody else uh but as far as like creating an experience and entertaining and things like that um you know that's what's important to me and is i think one of the reasons i always keep going back to frontier dawn is uh, the staff and a lot of players do a really good job of that of creating these cool experiences whether it be a good fight, whether it be awesome props, whether it be really good stories mm-hmm. and role playing, um, you know, to me that's that's LARP. It's not it's not a video game where you're equipped something and your numbers go up and you hit for higher, you get mm-hmm. the max level or whatever. Like that's totally cool too. But LARPing mm-hmm. is more to me, at least, about the interactions and the storytelling and 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 that's mm-hmm. that's part of the main mod boss fight experience too. You know. 
Um, it's when you're going to be one to throw out your cool spells and all your attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little bit of the, like the numbers stuff or whatever, but but those experiences are are always cool. So yeah, cool. Any other uh, really cool boss fights or uh, whether you were up against the boss or from back when you guys were players way back when or or as staff mm-hmm. that really stick out to you or you remember or you'd want to share to like for people to keep in mind next time they play or whatever. Um, yeah, I can think of a couple. Or if you think, yeah, one. Yeah, um, one of my. Um, so the first thing that popped into my mind, um, it probably helped because it was the mod itself was very much centered around my my character and the like. A brief overview of the story was like my my character was interacting with a dragon, so of course I loved it. Um, and <laughs> the <laughs> um, we we had to save this dragon. We had to do a ritual, and once we completed the ritual, I would get my like my higher list at that game. So. The whole town really like rallied behind me. It was a really awesome mm-hmm. feeling, and like I had to like read this like poem and like do all these things in a circle, and the circle couldn't get broken. And then once I finished the ritual, and I got my powers, um, and uh, the boss was um, basically another uh, was a monster with the same card as me. Mm. So he had the same exact higher list that I had. And so then it was my job to like kill him so he wouldn't hurt the dragon and mess up the ritual and everything. And so I just, that was like, it's one of the most memorable mods for me because it was really cool that it was like this mirror match in a way. Um, And I had to like slog it out with someone that was a better fighter than me, um, but didn't know the card as well as Uh. me. So while he was, he was better at like the actual buffer combat. I like knew my skills, like the back of my hand and was able to like, you know, chain a bunch of abilities and everything. And like, and it was really satisfying because my character was also like in a rage that he would dare like attack this dragon. Mm. So I like, it was one of the, it was like probably the first time that anyone at that game saw me like go all out and like screaming at the NPC and like running after him through the forest and like and so for those of you who know who like know him like I was fighting Obes and like he had been LARPing for at least five years at that point and I had only been LARPing for like maybe a year and a half so it was it was really satisfying to defeat him knowing like what I was up against and (laughs) like out of game and like knowing how much of a skilled player he was yeah (laughs) No, that's really cool. And to have that, you know, story and motivation and emotion behind it just mm-hmm. adds to the to the feeling and the like just like making it memorable. That's really cool. Yeah, totally. Although when mob when bosses go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, the first time I tried to make a really, really big monster, um it actually broke. <laughs> the head like couldn't sustain the amount of weight or the the neck of it couldn't sustain the amount of weight. And we just kind of like went for it anyway. And, um, it actually like really worked out well, um, because the fight just, you know, kind of progressed really well. And because of the way that I made like the legs, like kind of how this past event, we did like the, the bone legs on the Salabernari, like it was really, um, cool like just it kind of gave this like monster step to it because you see like the outline of the legs Mm -hmm. not the person's legs and so that was something else that i did like with this monster the obsidian i made these like giant like legs that kind of were like in front of my legs and they had like you know 
uh, like almost like a double jointed like lower like heel so kind of like a werewolf or whatever and it just like even though the top of it broke and people could see my face and it wasn't what it was like people still thought it was like it worked and like just me like stomping around in it like felt like they were still fighting a monster which was really cool and everyone was like really understanding so i think that's like probably one of my favorite ones (laughs) Mm -hmm. and maybe that's just like it's one of the reasons why like I love our game. I, I really love the players that come to our game mm-hmm. um, because they are really understanding and they knew we were trying to do something that like was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I remember um, that and they were still like, yeah. and I love how trusting our players are too. Cause they, someone even asked like, is that actually happening? Did its head separate from its body? It's still fighting us. Like <laughs> they were like willing to roll with that. Like, sure. If that's what's happening with this monster. Okay. Like I'm ready to role play it. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I remember, like, I kind of sensed, like, oh, you felt bad, like, the costume didn't work out, and you were like, uh, sorry, or, or whatever. And I remember, like, it kind of, like, breaking a little bit, like, everybody kind of broke and, like, chuckled about it, because it was, like, we could see how much of a, you know, pain in the ass it was to <laughs> pretend to be this <laughs> giant monster. But we all, mm-hmm. like, everybody, and then, like, the second later, we got right back into the fight, and everybody totally mm-hmm. rolled with it. And I remember that was pretty early that might have been my first, like, full event, I think, actually. Yeah, I remember thinking that, like, oh, that was cool. Like, everybody just kept playing. Like, didn't, nobody really mm-hmm. missed a beat. Yeah. And it seemed to make, mm-hmm. you know, Steph's job a little easier as far as managing the, the monster. And then when we fought it again, um, yeah, it was still, like, a, like a terrifying fight. Like, the effects still worked, um, mm-hmm. you know, because you had the arms that really felt like big monster arms and the legs and the tail, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, cause I remember almost getting like stumped by that thing. <laughs> right at the very end. Um, so yeah, it all worked and that, that was cool. And there's something to be said about, you know, the realistic or the, the look of a monster versus, you know, your imagination or whatever mm-hmm. that, that still makes it part of the experience. Like you think of yourself as yeah. fighting this, this giant wyvern type Drake monster, not mm-hmm. Joe and. <laughs> big foam legs and tail or whatever <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so i could think of a couple really uh fun characters or memorable moments of um like main mod or mod bosses or just fun characters i had npcs i got to play uh one that really sticks out to me is um this game fakeland i was i played this ca- uh, character that was like a reaper and i, I came through uh this like archway and what I really liked about the uh, playing the character was it was kind of like a spy versus spy thing where I when I when I, once I left the archway I just kind of like ran into camp and like I hid around for a while and like the other pe- um, you know the NPC who was lead led the town and they're like oh yeah they came through here so they, like they actually had to track me like in game or sorry rather out of game you actually like had to track my footsteps and everything uh-huh. like that and so I kind of walked into town as my character introduced myself and like everyone thought I was like a new pl- a new person that like, came into town. I was like, hey, like, I, I, like, oh, what's going on? Like, who's your king? All these questions about the town. And I like, kept offering, like, hey, I'll be your teacher if you want to come outside. I'll teach you something. And they're like, Yo, you don't even know what I do yet. I'm like, what are you? Oh, I'm a Templar. I teach that. Come outside with me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was, you know, I did stuff like that. And, like, the town kept, was coming after me, and they didn't know where I was. It was already, like, super spy versus spy. And then eventually they, they cornered me, and, like, I was wearing this big cloak. And um, they're like, oh, we finally got you. And I was like, all right, I'll come peacefully. And then I pull out these, like, huge daggers that no one saw the whole time. And I just got in this big, huge fight all across camp with these, uh, with these players, like, running different places, hiding here and there. It was, like, a real, like, probably, like, 
the whole thing probably was like an hour long, but it was really like, it wasn't even like fighting the whole time. It was like, I was hiding. They were searching for me. They didn't know where I was. Uh, and I just thought that was like really like I remember the intense moments of me like hiding behind a cabin as like the players are walking by and like sneak up behind them and like hitting someone really hard and like oh he's right behind us and I'd run away again as they pick up their friend. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really uh, cool and, and I enjoyed that a lot like uh, switching up like that instead of just being like this uh, you know big beast that goes and fights a bunch of people right. to be mm-hmm. like super sinister and sneaky. That's cool. Were you like uh, staff at that game or you just happened to? Yeah, I was I was staff at that game. I was a rule staff member at that game. Nice. Uh, actually, another uh, same game. So uh, we had this, like we were main event at uh, Dexcon uh, for Fagland, and um, we had made this whole story thing where basically like um, the gods of that game were corrupted by this one god, and he like ruled over the world, and these people were like reclaiming the world. It was like a f- supposed to be like a future fast forward of, w- of what the current players were doing, and I was playing that dark god that did all that. And I was like super. I was like super pressure about it, um, and like I made this giant like throne for the god uh, out of like a lawn chair, <laughs> and um, we set the whole mod up, and um, you know we got all the players in. I was like all just just like really like intense armor. I borrowed from somebody. Uh, I put in red eye contacts. I painted my face all black. I was like really nice. into it. But the problem was I was the last fight of the mod, so I was probably sitting there like forty five minutes by myself in this room. And it's really tough to stay in character for 45 minutes by yourself to be like, a do- like you can only be sinister for so long. Mm-hmm. You start to feel silly and your contacts are bothering you. Mm-hmm. you know? And, and the, the fl- fl- players finally like are getting there. I was like, all right, what am I? Do- oh, what's my motivation again? All right. Dark God, dark God. Okay. Uh, That'd be me. I'd be and, so uh, distracted it- by the end. Forgot everything I had <laughs> planned to do. <laughs> But uh, it ended up being a like a really a cool role um, to like fight the players and be like you know they were like to be towering over them and like you know knocking people back and like they were like like you know all upset on the dark god and they were like fighting me and I'm taunting them it's really back and forth and uh, I definitely remember that at that point how caught up players can be because like people were like you know all the stuff this dark god did and it's really just me Jacob playing this dark god but they're like mm-hmm. when I'm on the ground they're like hitting me with their swords they're getting all, like you know personal and like mm-hmm. on my face. <laughs> And like and stuff like that, and like at one point they like you know almost stick a latex sword in my eye and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. All I mean, they're all just like really into this role, and I like that. I love mm. to have people like so invested in what's going on. Like if you saw this dark god, you wouldn't be like, "Hey man, good fight!" Like shake his hand. You'd be like, "Yeah, we killed that dude." Mm-hmm. Yeah, forget that guy. Mm. And I'm on the ground like, "Hope everyone had a good time." You know, we'll see you, dude. <laughs> 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 so I really uh I enjoyed that a lot. Definitely, it was a, a really a uh, cool experience yeah that last the last fight of last year i remember being like crazy tired and it was really cold that weekend (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i basically like you know our games in periods like four four hour periods whatever and so that final period i didn't do anything except the last fight (laughs) (laughs) like something Mm -hmm. else i think went on i just sat in the sat in a tavern but that was really cool (laughs) and you guys did a really awesome job of like setting the stage and the you know the mental image of like the hordes of undead around us or whatever and then all these crazy mm-hmm. people were fighting uh that was that definitely always kind of sticks out and my oh man my first event like Evan and i still talk about this like that first event it was just a one-day event and it's been like mm-hmm. so hard to top because like there was like it just seemed like everything went well and everything was awesome and <laughs> maybe it was honeymoon or whatever you want to call it but the mm-hmm. last fight you know we'd been kind of like leading up to this thing all day where we were like finding these these things to fight this this necromancer or whatever 
and uh, we all line up and we sort of had a strategy or whatever walking up and somebody mm-hmm. runs up and it's like for Dreyak and uh, mm-hmm. it like just starts immediately raining like <laughs> right at the moment the fight starts and it was like holy shit like <laughs> and there was just like people running everywhere and Zach is playing this necromancer doing all this stuff and we had these uh, stones that had these huge effects on them and every time we did it he would like he would like freak out for a minute or whatever because it was these big attacks but it was just crazy and then at the end we were all just like as it almost always happens, like, you know, everybody in town is, like, around them, like, pounding them at the end. <laughs> and somebody yeah. called, like, a hold or a scene and knocked everybody back, like, 10 or 20 feet. And he gave this big speech and stuff. It was, it was like, insane. Like, and that was, like, my first event. And I was, like, holy crap. <laughs> like, what have I got myself into? <laughs> I was, like, it's awesome. <laughs> so that was really cool. Yeah, there's been a lot of really, uh, all those engine, the uh, monster fights are always really cool. Um, I like mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, I love the role play and the stories, but sometimes just running out there and fighting is so rewarding. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. just want to kill a big yeah, monster. Yeah, like that's that's part of it for me. Like mm-hmm. that's not ever mm-hmm. something you can really do in real life, and it's so mm-hmm. rewarding to kind of go out there and like the sort of there's no way you can do it by yourself, and the camaraderie of of the town and the group or whatever of doing it together is always really cool. Yeah, it's definitely really. Uh... I see it every time, uh, you know, I play my mod boss where after I'm, I'm like finally on the ground and everyone's like, everyone's done hitting me while I'm on the ground. They kind of do this like, you know, they all yell for the town, like, yeah, Port Harmony, yeah, and they all do like the killing blow together. So it's like 40 or 30 people yell for Port Harmony and like, you know, especially, I really- I killed him. <laughs> 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 it's, it was really cool in the um, dining hall or whatever because it echoed so loud in there for me. Like, usually you're in the field, you don't really hear it, but like, everyone said it all at once. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, also, I don't know if you saw this, but I, I kind of slinked out of my armor without trying to like anyone to see because <laughs> I wanted to leave the costume there. So I like, kind of slithered out. Uh, I was trying to be like super sneaky, but I had duct tape around my legs. <laughs> so I was like, trying to take the duct tape off. <laughs> The corner, very quiet. Well, everyone's like doing, the, you know, like opening a bag yeah. of chips. Let's pay our respects. Moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the time we fought the lightning, the Fulgurdon was at least the first time I remember. Like everybody knew it was down, and we all decided, like somehow, unspokenly, mm-hmm. we all decided we were gonna killing blow it at the same time. That was a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the fight. I thought we were totally gonna lose when <laughs> there were like two simultaneous fights. Um, I, that was the same event, I think, where we had the like midday mm. main mod, where there was like the Icker and then the, I don't know what he, I forget what yeah. it was, a corrupted mushroom man. Mongrel. Oh yeah, I think that was that next month or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, where people were just losing it. Like, <laughs> part of the problem, well, from my end, one of the problems was <laughs> my brother, who's a healer. Uh, he like he wasn't using his drum for some reason, and so he was totally thrown off. So he was like <laughs> not <laughs> able to heal people as well. So that sucked. And something happened where the fights weren't supposed to converge, but they did. So we basically like activated mm-hmm. hard mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I think we're all gonna die. Like, <laughs> like I can count how many people are still up. <laughs> and then something happened, and we ended up like I don't think Steph cheesed it by any means, but somebody finally like pulled through at the end, like right when we were about to mm-hmm. all bite it. Well, and you guys, well, actually, I think Joe and Tiff. I can all remember this. I remember well, like when we saw the way you get, the t- town was planning on doing the encounter, because we all know that like this force is going to come up behind them, then they got to fight here. 
but like the, your town kind of split it in these like smaller groups. So one small group just came in, and we're all looking at each other like these guys are dead. Like, they have no <laughs> idea that like the storm they just walked into with. They are so unprepared for what is about to happen. And like you, can, you're a marshal, so you're standing there passively with a white headband on. But you're just like, oh my, like you know, sign of the cross or something. Like goodbye, guys. You know, here's your here's your card. Here's your death card right yeah, now. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I remember that event because it was like. Um, it was like really hot or something like when it first started getting really hot and it was like the middle of the afternoon and I remember thinking like people aren't like really you know like I understand it's hot or whatever but people didn't quite seem to be like into it as much and I don't even think everybody like went down to do that mod like they were like eh, it's Saturday before dinner <laughs> do I even <laughs> have to go like <laughs> and then like somebody was like oh crap and like ran all the way back up the hill to get everybody else <laughs> So yes, mm-hmm. we were unpre- we were the most unprepared we've ever been, I think, and we certainly paid for that. But it was awesome. I actually got to see it through players' eyes that oh, mod yeah, because yeah. I was out as Septima, and oh, yeah. I helped. Like I was supposed to help hook the second wave, and the first wave had run ahead so fast that I didn't like. I was in the middle of hooking it when everyone was running away, and I was like, "Wait a minute, guys! I was going to tell you something too." Okay, well, yeah. I guess we're going to go down now, and like try to catch up with everybody at the bottom of the hill and that's when the first group had already gotten like squashed between the two enemy forces and we're it was like mostly healers coming down the hill and we're like oh no <laughs> how are we gonna handle this <laughs> yeah and that's i i imagine never really being on on staff or that end like you kind of got to make that call it's like mm-hmm. hey do we let them suffer the consequences do we do something so it's not a complete you know, disaster. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I would do in that moment. I think we all let it ride out. Yeah. It's kind of like. Well, I mean, the players eventually kind of rallied, and like mm-hmm. they got some of the healers back, and like de- some a lot of people. There were definitely some player deaths on that on that fight. It was kind of unavoidable with what happened, but mm-hmm. they kind of rallied and like kind of brought back, and like the two armies kind of joined forces. So then they were fighting one much larger unit, but at least they had one direction they were fighting yeah. them in. Mm-hmm. So it made the fight more bearable. Um, but it was definitely like a, a, a real like struggle because I, I I really do like staff looking at each other and like giving each other like the like grimace face like oh man <laughs> this is going yeah. this isn't going so well I hope I don't know they're gonna pull off this one yeah and and like do you kind of I know we've said a lot of times you just kind of you know run with it go with the fly but were you prepared for that like if they all die like that's what happens like like you said if yeah. if <laughs> yeah, much. like you said, if, if, head, if we end die. up, the story continues no matter what, then it's again like, well, what's the point of even doing these fights? Mm-hmm. And I guess you had mentioned the one fight that they kind of lost or whatever, which did, mm-hmm. again, inform story later on or plot later on, you know? Cool. I appreciate you guys coming on, sharing the stories. I love hearing it. And I really, you know, I always kind of think of what's the other what's the other side of it and what must be going through mm-hmm. Jake or Tiff or Joe's mind as we're mercilessly beating them with foam weapons <laughs> when will this stop please not me again <laughs> why did I sign up for this <laughs> but uh, definitely basically. yeah basically I really appreciate you guys doing that kind of stuff and I think uh, they always you know are great experiences and they get to be great stories mm-hmm. even as simple as like man I fought a dragon this weekend or mm-hmm. I slayed mm-hmm. this crazy undead unicorn which is basically what i told people at work yesterday <laughs> 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 I was like, look at it 
<laughs> awesome. <laughs> <I had a laughs> picture. awesome. Thanks for coming on, sharing the stories, and uh, we'll bring you back on and hopefully get some more insight into staff's brain and how to murder us better. <laughs> Always with the murder. Yes. <laughs> but thanks for listening. This has been 321 Leon Podcast, Next Level Nerd's LARP Podcast. Visit nextlevelnerd.com, connect with us. If you like movies, TV shows, gaming, of course, LARP, uh, just search for us, Next Level Nerd Podcast, on any app, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Google. Uh, tell your friends. Maybe they'll like it too. But thanks for listening. Thanks for fighting the monsters with me. And remember, spread the word, spread the nerd. Man. Wow. <laughs> spread the word, spread the nerd, huh? Yeah, that's a, that's our slogan. That's a good one. I should, get, I should get Brittany to make some shirts for that. That's a pretty good slogan. Ooh.